In this edition of In the Trenches with Dave Lappin brought to you by First Star Logistics. We catch up with Bengals quarterback coach Dan Pitcher. And man, spotlight shining on Coach Pitcher as well as he gets Jake Browning ready to take over for the final seven games of the regular season. He gets his first NFL start against the Pittsburgh Steelers at Paycor this weekend. And Dan Pitcher thinks that Jake Browning's ready and is going to play well. And he tells us a lot of reasons why nobody knows Jake Browning and his ability as a quarterback better than Dan Pitcher does. He's with him every day, all day, every day. <laughs> On the field, off the field, they, they're attached to the hip. So I believe in what Dan P- Pitcher has to say about this uh, this young man, Jake Browning, and I think he's going to he's gonna play exceptionally well. I think he's ready for it. I think his teammates respect the fact that he's ready for it. I think his teammates want him, want to help him perform at the highest level he possibly can. And I think it's going to be very interesting to watch how he gets under center and gets in the shotgun and performs at the quarterback position this weekend against the Steelers. We look forward to another year of In the Trenches presented by First Star Logistics, but we wanted to give you some big news. This season, you'll find our interviews and keys to Bengals victory on In the Trenches in the First Star Media Group YouTube channel, along with our growing team of Joe Goodbury's Bengals on the Brain and Malik Wright's State of the Jungle. Also, the great folks at First Star Logistics have big plans this season with special giveaways each week the Bengals play. So be sure to visit both channels and our social media pages to stay updated on all giveaways and the latest news on the Bengals. So be sure to subscribe to the First Star Media Group YouTube channel as after this season, it'll become the channel that will host all our content. We appreciate you choosing to join us in the trenches with Dave Lappin, brought to you by First Star Logistics. Always coming to you from our outstanding studios. And we have an outstanding guest, as usual, for you. None other than quarterback coach Dan Pitcher, the Cincinnati Bengals. And coach, what was the first thing that went through your mind when you saw Joe try to throw the football on the sideline? Well, obviously, concern in that moment. Um, anytime there's you know something that, that happens with, with Joe, you kind of just – assume that he's going to be okay because he's as tough as he is. And, you know, there's been little, you know, things that have popped up throughout the course of his career that he's just, you know, been able to play through and, and still perform at a very high level. So, you know, you you were hopeful that that was going to be the case. And then, you know, kind of after seeing that and, and uh, you know, talking to him after the game, it, it, it sounded like it might be something a little more serious. And it uh, unfortunately turned out to be the case. He's got a uh, ligament uh, damage that needs repair. And unfortunately, Joe Burrow will not be available for the rest of the season to the Cincinnati Bengals. But everybody talks about, including Jake Browning, who we'll get to here shortly, but everybody talks about how big an impact Joe Burrow makes just by being Joe Burrow and being around and being the guy, the leader that he is and the football savant that he is. Yeah, you know, this is this is Joe's team. Um, you know, Joe is a huge part of this organization and and so, you know, we'll still lean on him. 
in in whatever you know role he can have to support us. But you know, we feel for him. It's it's you know, I know I know how much work he puts in. I see him uh, on a on a you know day to day basis, uh, really twelve months of the year, and and how much he's dedicated uh, to to his job. So we feel for him. Um, we understand the position we're in now, and and we're excited to move forward. And and we know Joe's going to be part of that. The thing that amazes me about him, Coach, is, uh, you know, even when he learned that it might be a little bit more severe than initially anticipated or whatever, his his reaction, you know, in, in the locker room, it's like he is so even keel. You know, it's like I'd hate to play poker against the guy because, man, I mean, the highs are never too high. The lows are never too low. He just, you know, instead of like, uh, being crestfallen or whatever. It's just, he just picks himself right back up and, okay, well, I'm going to go assume this role. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I mean, it's it's just incredible how how he can process things the way he does and the focus with, with which he does it. It's amazing. Yeah, I just think his entire, uh, you know, life in athletics has been, uh, you know, one story after the next of resilience, Um you know, overcoming adversity in some way, shape or form. And it's unfortunate that he's got to do that one more time, but he has all the qualities needed to, to once again, put himself back in position to be the best in the world at what he does. And we expect him to do that in time. And in the meantime, he's going to be a great teammate and uh, we'll lean on him as a resource to help Jake get ready to play. And uh, we're excited for, the remainder of this season and and know that we can still have success. And it's very interesting. Um, you know, Jake's been with the organization now for multiple years. He understands every nuance of the offense. He's been around as the offense has gone through evolutions uh, that it may have gone through, whatever the case may be, and he's been part of that. He's very intelligent, obviously. Um, and it, it's it's an odd uh, odd scenario. They're such good friends. You have a great room. You you manage a great room there there's no question about that and they're they are close and as a you know you hate to see your teammate in that situation go down but then you, then you have to quickly realize okay but now it's my opportunity and I, I'm going to step up and do the best that I can even though it stinks how it came about but I have to go capitalize and and he's in that kind of mindset to do it isn't he no doubt and that's the that's the role of the backup and and you always work towards fostering a great relationship with any of the players in your room and and especially in the quarterback room when only one guy gets to play it's it's um crucial that everyone kind of accepts their role getting that person ready but i was also able to maintain their competitive edge and doing all the work that's required to 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 make themselves be at the top of their game should they have to enter the game and so that's kind of the world that jake's existed in he's he's done it masterfully he's embraced it uh, while still pushing himself, he's gotten better as a player since he's been here. And this is really what he's worked for. And, and as, as you mentioned, I mean, as, as unfortunate as it is, the circumstances that have brought us here, this is what he's prepared himself for. And uh, he's very prepared and we're very confident in him. <clears throat> and, and he's very confident in his abilities and rightfully so. I th think too, it's like, you, you like your, your backup quarterback to have some of the same traits and be able to play similarly to, to what your starting quarterback does. And they do have some similarities to their game, don't they? They do. That's part of, I think, 
selecting the best backup for your offense. Uh, and, and one of the elements that I think oftentimes gets maybe overlooked uh, with regard to who, you know, who becomes a backup in what room is that you have all the reps invested uh, in the starter to run the offense the way that you'd like to run it. And then in the event that the starter can't play, the last thing you want to have to do is scrap the offense. And now all these other, all the reps that are invested with the other position groups are no longer as uh, worth as much as they would be if you could continue doing many of the same things that you would do with the starter. Now, I say that knowing, and we say that knowing that that Jake Browning is not Joe Burrow. Sure. And now it's incumbent on us to put Jake Browning in a position where he can have success. But yes, he can do a lot of the things Joe can do from a cerebral level. He sees the game, he studies, he prepares, he can make the checks. Um, and he also has similar play style qualities, um, you know, when you look at it. So we think he's very prepared and we're excited to see what he can do. I loved the first call, um, ball on 25 yard line and uh, bring two tight ends in. They're on the same side of the formation, you know, it's unbalanced look because of those two tight ends over there, power football, Jake's up on their center thinking, yeah, okay, they're going to run it, you know, borrows up. And then it's a naked bootleg and Jake, you know, makes a great throw. I got to, I got to give credit to Baltimore, you know, he, he, defensive end did his job. He tried to contain and Jake, had to kind of little jump pass and sidearm the thing, and he made it made a great throw to Earl. To me, it was like we're staying aggressive, telling your team is staying, tell the Ravens you're staying aggressive. I love that first call. Yeah, it, and you know Jake executed it the way we needed him to. I mean, there's yep. you know nothing about that play when he you know he boots to his left, flips his hips, throws a little sidearm jump throw and hits the guy in the chest. I mean, nothing about that play says I'm nervous to be in this football game. Um, And that's what we expect out of Jake. You know, he's an, he's a natural thrower. He's been playing the position his whole life. He had tremendous success at lower levels. He expects that of himself. And we expect him to be able to continue running our offense much in the same way that Joe was able to run it. Obviously there are differences, but we're going to be aggressive and we're going to count on him to to lead us down the field. The other thing, you know, Joe Burrow, um, his his movement skills, I, I think he's starting to get the credit that he deserves. Joe can run. Joe Burrow can run. Jake Browning can run. I mean, when, when he had that 19-yard run, linebacker has an angle, and he takes what, what he thinks is the proper angle, and he's flat, and it was not, not good enough. I mean, Jake ran, ran past him, and Jake can – can move, man. I mean, he had 40 yards rushing, and so he can hurt you with his his feet and his legs, a la Joe Burrow, can he? Yeah, that's that's definitely part of his skill set, um, and and some of that it helps you when you know it, maybe when you don't have as many reps in live action, you know, is is to be able at times to rely on that athleticism when it's appropriate. You know, you you still have to be able to catch the ball, go through progression hit the open receiver in time from the pocket, which Jake is able to do. Uh, But then when things get a little cloudy or you have to maneuver the pocket based on some factor in the rush, he has that ability. He can extend the play. uh, He can throw on the perimeter in scramble situations and he can tuck the ball and run if he needs to. So uh, again, he has, he has all that available to him. Yeah. He, he, he throws on the run very, very accurately. I mean, I'm, I've always been impressed with, how he throws on the run both ways, you know, right and left. I mean, he he can he can get that done. The fact that uh, uh, Joe's had 
had some preseason injuries that that have allowed Jake to take a lot of reps the last couple of years uh, and probably beneficial as well in terms of working with all the receivers, you know, um, in, in practice, getting a lot of reps and in, um, not so much in preseason games. But, I mean, like the touchdown pass to, to uh, Jamar Chase, that ball was out of his hand before Jamar turned his head and he took him to that front pylon. I mean, that was a timing throw, and it was on the money from a timing standpoint, wasn't it? It was, yeah, and, and he does. He, he got a lot of reps this training camp working with the ones, uh, and, and he'll be able to rely on those now, um, you know, moving forward. So, again, we wish he, he didn't have those reps in training camp, you know, right. due to un, right. you know, unfortunate circumstance with Joe, but, but he got them. And so now that we find ourselves in this spot, uh, that will be helpful for him, uh, having, you know, thrown – with Jamar and TB and, and T and he's been around those guys now for two and a half years. I mean, he, he understands them. He has a rapport with them. They trust him. He trusts them. Uh, and that's, what's going to allow us to have success moving forward. And speaking with some of the offensive linemen after the game, you know, cause I remember situations where, you know, our starter goes down and, you know, like a, like a pro bowl caliber player, like Kenny Anderson and Turk shown it, uh, proved that he was very capable as a backup and a hell of a quarterback. And I remember Turk came into a game one time, and it was an important point of a game. Uh, and, and we knew we had lost Kenny for a while. We knew it was a significant injury. And so we're thinking, okay, well, how's how's Turk going to respond here? He comes into the huddle, and instead of having hard-boiled eggs, you know, big eyes, and being a little apprehensive, he's like, all right, guys, let's go, man. Let's go win this football game. We're like, <laughs> Let's go, dude. Let's go get it done, you know. And 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 guys uh, that I, I talked to in the O line, they were like, "Man, that's exactly how Jake was." Jake came in. It's like, "Let's go win this game, guys. You know, let's get after it." And they, they knew he was going to be like that because he's been around a while. But it, 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 when when it actually happens and it's that live combat situation, and he responds that way, that's big. That's real big, isn't it? It is. It is. I think, you know for the backup quarterback when he has to play his teammates have to have to really feel two different things they have to sense the preparedness and the confidence of a player that's put the work in yep and as a backup you have to have the self-discipline to put that work in knowing that if things go the way we hope you're never going to see the field right so that that takes a special quality in and of itself yeah it's your job right you have to do that that's what you get paid to do but to have the discipline week in and week out to do that work knowing that it may never show, right? That's number one. And they sense that from you the minute you walk in the huddle, whether you have that or not. You can't fake that. You can try to fake it, but these guys are too good. They're too smart. They sense it. And then number two, you have to show the ability to make the play when the play's there to be made. And so it's great if you know what to do and you get in the huddle with confidence. And then when you step up to the plate, if you strike out, it's okay. Yeah, right. He knows what to do, but can we trust him to actually get it done in the moment? And, you know, Jake showed the other night that he can make the play when the play is there to be made. Now it's a small sample and he has a he's got an opportunity to make a lot more and nothing up to this point guarantees that he will or he won't. But he's in a great place to do it. And his teammates believe he can do it and his coaches believe he can do it. And that's all you can ask. Yep. Yep. No question. And, and when you look at it, I mean, Baltimore on the road, hostile environment. I mean, tough situation. He goes in and acquitted himself exceptionally well. I thought. I mean, I thought he made he made many plays that were pretty damn good. And now you get Pittsburgh, but you get him at Paycor. But in, in the division, we, we all know the division is predicated on tough, hard-nosed defense. But at your first game that you get extended action, and then your first start, 
to be Baltimore and Pittsburgh, man, it couldn't be any more challenging, could it? Yeah, I mean, that's that's where we find ourselves. You know, it's it feels like every week you can make that comment, and it's true. And and we know how hard this division is. Yep. We know how good this defense is in Pittsburgh. Uh, they're good all the time, every year. Uh, and and so that's just the challenge that we have in front of us this week. And, you know, for Jake, honestly, it really doesn't matter who we're lining up across from. It matters in the sense that we're going to have to put a plan together to beat that specific group of players. But for him, you know, this is this is my chance to, to start. This is my chance to put the work in, get the reps all week in practice, step onto that field on Sunday, entirely prepared to go show the world what I can do. And it just so happens that it's against the Steelers. His uh, his football acumen, his football IQ is is really high level, isn't it, Coach? Yeah, I mean it's as high as just about anyone I've been around. I mean, I, I put him up there with Joe. I mean, Joe uh, Joe has the thing that separates Joe is just his rare processing ability in the moment, how much he's able to see and just decide instantaneously. You know that that makes Joe just a different person altogether. Uh, but when you're just talking about football acumen and understanding the game and understanding how the pieces of the puzzle fit together, when you're talking about a defense, when you're talking about offensive scheme, where the weaknesses are, what you can do to compensate for those weaknesses and what it costs you to do that. Jake understands that as well as anyone I've been around from a from a player's standpoint. And that's why he's he's, again, in a position to have great success. And now he just has to go do it. But he he has that acumen definitely so if you were and you've done this in your in your uh, professional football career you know you've you've scouted you've taken okay check this box check that box whatever as you're looking at jake browning what what traits what physical we talked about the mental traits what what physical traits rate his throwing arm rate his mobility his uh, his ability to manipulate the pocket you know and and uh, extend and create and all those kind of things. Where does Jake uh, rate in those areas? I, I think the first thing that stands out to you when you watch Jake every day throw the football is how natural it is. And that that might be a, a different, difficult thing to communicate what I mean by that. But there are some guys that, that are big, strong-arm guys, but they may be more mechanical throwers. It, it feels like a sequence of steps. A to B to C to D, ball leaves your hand, right? Which right. There's guys that can succeed that way. Um, and then there's fluid, natural throwers. Guys that just, it feels like, you know, they picked up a ball when they were four and they spun it with ease. And that's Jake. And and he's a natural thrower of the football. You don't you don't hold the national record for touchdown passes in high school without, <laughs> without being a natural thrower of the football. And so that's the first thing that sticks out. And then you, you talk about the athleticism, you talk about the ability to move, maneuver the pocket, elude the rush. Uh, he has those things as well. So he's going to have to combine those. Uh, he's going to have to make great decisions and play on time. Uh, those are the things that that tend to creep up when you don't have a ton of playing experience is can I can I make those calls in the moment and play with the type of play speed and decisiveness that the team requires me to play with? And I think he'll be able to do that. Uh, and that's what we're going to find out here in the coming weeks. You're right, though. I mean, you you look at his resume, 91 touchdown passes his senior year in high school. That's that's obscene. I mean, that's just – that's almost incomprehensible. What do you have, like 239 in his career in high school, I think? Um, and, and, you know, undefeated season. Then he goes to Washington and goes 39 and 15 as a starter. 
And as a sophomore, sixth in the Heisman Trophy voting, I mean, almost goes to New York as a finalist in the Heisman as a sophomore at Washington. I mean, this guy, this guy is definitely, uh, <laughs> he's definitely achieved some things. And and now Jonah Williams, his old high school teammate, is uh, back with him in the huddle and uh, and working together here in the NFL. It's a it's a heck of a story. I I, I think I think Jake Browning is going to open some eyes, Coach. I really do. Well, we believe that too. And again, it's up to Jake to now go do it. Uh, but he's got the people in place to support him from a coaching standpoint, from a, a teammate standpoint. These guys love him. They'll play hard for him. They respect him. And uh, all those things combined put him in a great, really a great place to to go do what he's been waiting to do. And and that's so important. I mean, that intangible. And you know, Dobbs is a, is a that's a crazy story. I mean, that's almost an unbelievable thing that Dobbs is doing in Minnesota. And for him to uh, seven backup quarterbacks have won football games in the NFL this season. He's done it with two different teams. <laughs> Uh, that, that that's that's just a r- remarkable story, but the way teammates feel about Jake, I think, and watching him interact with guys in the locker room, that I think that's uh that's going to be the thing that's going to carry the day. I mean, I think guys are like, you know what, I want to help Jake take advantage of this opportunity. He's worked his ass off. I know it means a lot to him. Let's go. Let's go help this guy succeed. And I, and, and that's true. That's a that's not, you know, rah-rah talk. That's reality, man. It really is. I mean, this this is a people business. It's like every every business is a is a people business when it gets down to it, right? The people are what matter most. And when you care about the people that are around you working towards a similar goal, you can't help but give a, a better effort than if that was not the case. And the way Jake has carried himself for two and a half years has put him in a position where all the people around him care about him and want to see him succeed. And does that guarantee success? No, but it certainly puts you in a good place to have it. And that's where we find ourselves. And and as I look at the schedule, you got Pittsburgh, um, you get uh, go to Jacksonville. They get a quarterback that when he plays it at his highest level, I, he, he's, he's a, he's a special one. Indianapolis, Minnesota, we already talked about their situation at quarterback. Pittsburgh again. Kansas City's got a pretty good one. Cleveland's living with back. I mean, of the of the seven games, Joe, I'm telling you, Jake Browning, I, I'd, I'd stack them right in there with, uh, with all, all the others. I, I'm not saying, but Jacksonville, you never know. In my mind, he's up and down. And, uh, but Mahomes usually plays pretty, pretty darn good football. Uh, Dan Horde was going through the analytics of, of things. When when four home games, coach, uh, playoff possibilities go up to 52%. Win four home games and win the Pittsburgh game on the road, they go to 91%. So sweep Pittsburgh and win the other three home games. And, I, and Jake Browning at the quarterback position, he can do it. I mean, there's there's no doubt. Is Is it a slam dunk? Hell no, it never is in the NFL. It's never easy. But is it achievable? Hell yeah, it is. Well, you, you've plotted a heck of a course for us, Lap. But uh, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna stay focused on the one that we got in front of us right now because we're hear gonna you. take care of that one before the rest of it matters. Uh, yeah. But you, suffice it to say that uh, 
the people walking around this building are walking around with energy and enthusiasm and a belief that we can still accomplish the goals that we set out to accomplish for ourselves this year. We've, we've suffered a setback, a significant yep. one, but the season is not over and uh, we're full steam ahead. Full steam ahead for sure, coach. And, uh, and I, I'm totally confident that under your guidance, Jake Browning will be ready to roll against the Pittsburgh Steelers, sir. Well, we're excited and uh, we can't wait for it. Appreciate your time. Thanks for uh, giving us so much of it on a, on a busy day and uh, put together a good one. You got a lap. Dave Lapham here, and every day I am grateful for my experience to have played professional football. As a player, I realize self-motivation, leadership, and appreciating your teammates are key. At First Star Logistics, you can use those same attributes to create the life you want for you and your family. Build your future by working hard like I did. You'll see results both on and off the field. Call First Star Logistics today and be part of our winning team. Opportunity knocking.